Okay, welcome back to the pregame golf podcast on RJ Bell's Dream Preview. We move into Olympic prep, back at the Olympics, first time since 2016. Uh, still, we're still sitting here four years later, being impacted by viruses. Uh, if you remember, uh, the the Rio Olympics was impacted um, a lot by the Zika virus, which is going around over there. A lot of players didn't go, uh, but we're in Japan this time around. It Kasumuzeki golf course i'm referring to it as kcc uh for the entirety of this podcast i'm not going to bleed y'all's ear out uh, with my with my lack of pronunciation but uh kcc it holds many of japan's top level golf events uh like the asian pacific amateur where the winner gets an exemption into the masters kcc's east course is located about an hour northwest of tokyo um it was renovated by tom and logan fazio uh actually actually after uh, Hideki Matsuyama's two victories here, which we'll we'll get into uh, here in a bit. Uh, but led uh, back at the Olympics, still heavily impacted by viruses. No fans, no nothing, uh, but a great field here. So initial thoughts on KCC. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll give it a go so I get it uh, right one time. Uh, Kasuma Gaseki Country Club is what we're going to go with. Uh, like you said, um, Fazio redesigned 7,400 yards. Uh, huge greenside bunkers coupled with undulating fairways. A lot of the comparisons this week are something similar to Quill Hollow in the, um, in the condition of an Augusta, which is quite a, quite a comparison we've heard some, from some players. You know, like we know with Augusta, puts a premium on iron play this week. Got to leave it in the right parts of the greens. The greens are actually pretty big, but it's all about kind of where you're putting from. You know, like you're going to have to be a lot more cautious on the downhill putts than, you know, uphill putts you can kind of charge at. Um, in terms of the field and stuff, we have a 60-player field this week. The average field on a PJ Tour is normally 144, so we're looking about half the size. Um, the four American play uh, – Players that are competing this week are Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, and Bryce. Oh, nope. Bryson uh, had to pull out because of COVID. There's some rumors swirling. He uh, wasn't down for the drug testing, but we'll, we'll just call it COVID. Um, but yeah, so Patrick Reed uh, is going to be filling in for him. I'm sure he had no problem uh, taking that position. And uh, Patrick is one of the few guys in the field and all. And the only American that also competed at the 2016 Olympics in, in Rio, uh, where Justin Rose was the, the champion, but unfortunately not able to defend this year. Um, a couple of the storylines is, you know, we have Hideki, pretty much a, a, home, a, a home event this week for him, coming off uh, um, the Masters win in April and looking to pair a gold medal, which would be... Uh, which would be an all-time fit, Will. What do you think in terms of uh, being able to rock a green jacket and a gold medal? Yeah, well, as far as uh, you know, selling yourself from a marketing standpoint in your home country, I, I don't think it would get uh, much better than, than, than having those two uh, championships at your disposal at the same time. I think I would take, I think I would take a, a green jacket and an Olympic gold medal in my home country over a green jacket and an Open Championship at St. Andrews. Okay. Okay. So a little this or that. I like it. I like it. He would definitely have to probably hire one more bodyguard and wouldn't be able to, uh, you remember he was flying home yeah. from the master's commercial. Like, what are we doing here? Delta would be, <laughs> Delta would be out 
Yeah, but, for sure. For sure. So, um, you know, one other storyline we're kind of looking at, and we'll touch on later in the pod, but, um, you know, Sung JM and Siwoo playing for pretty much, uh, seems like almost like their golfing careers, right? They're uh, going to have to take a two year hiatus from the PJ tour and, um, serve their country if they do not medal. So definitely a lot on the line for a lot of the guys this week. And, you know, maybe yeah. certainly more than others. And I noticed KJ Choi is the captain of team South Korea, uh, this week. Uh, I didn't even I, realize they had captain. Yeah. I ordered. Yeah, I know. Neither did I, but like, you know, he posted a picture and like, they're just like, they're ready to roll these guys from South Korea. But, um, actually I thought, you know, there's been, we've talked about this in the past, but there's been past South Korean golfers who've had to serve like Sangmin Bay, uh, who didn't come back, uh, you know, playing as well. KJ Choi served his military time right after high school when he was like 18 served, went right to the tour. So veteran, veteran. Move, yeah. Yeah. That's know? probably the way to do it. The, the other thing I was thinking about was that's, these, that's, these, a, that's like going to the snack shack before you tee off rather than getting hungry on the fifth hole. You know Exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's <laughs> way better. No, it's, the snack shack's way better an hour before the round rather than at the turn. You yeah. got to think about the restroom situation. It's just yeah. a tour move from KJ. Uh, yeah. I mean, the other option, you know, I thought like, you know, the last two years would have been good with, you know, COVID and everything, but who knows the regulations changing and everything, but uh, let, let's get into these favorites right here. Yeah. And, you know, uh, one other, other guy to mention with the COVID situation is John Rom. unfortunately has to miss another <sighs> another big event. Um, but you know, that's all part of it. And, uh, how about the response? How about the response? Just, just cool. Cool as a cucumber. I mean, I I guess maybe it's, you know, I think for some of these guys, it's been interesting to see the reactions about going over there. I know Rory, uh, you know, Rory came out and was like, yeah, I'm definitely not doing this for my country. It's like, okay, Rory, like I get it. We get it. You're sponsored by Omega. It's it's the official watch of the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, I got some notes on that, but let's let's get into the favorite. So we have the champion golfer of the year, the number three golfer in the world, uh, Colin Morikawa. He's plus seven hundred this week. Um, obviously, having a great year. He also won the WGC at concession. Has six other top tens. Really, one of the most consistent ball strikers on tour. One kind of cool stat I found is he's leading the PJ Tour in birdies despite being the 177th best putter on tour. So it just goes to show his ball striking is ridiculous. And, uh, you know, you don't have to be a too great a putter if you're hitting it gimme, you know, or two or two, three feet. Um, so he leads a tour in, uh, in ball striking and uh, strokes gain to you green. He's playing great. And one thing to look at as we go into these favorites, um, it's a really small field this week. That's really top heavy. So, um, I don't really mind, you know, sprinkling on a couple of the favorites this week. So that's just kind of one storyline we'll look at, you know, only, only 60 guys in the field. Like I said, extremely top heavy. I only see the kind of champion coming out of the top eight or 10 favorites anyway. So, uh, that's definitely something to look at. Well, how about for our next guy? Yeah, I think we saw that at, at, at Rio a lot as well, but yeah, next mm-hmm. up is Xander Shoffley at, at plus 900 and, um, you know, was one of those guys that had to find some exterior consulting on whether to show up to the Olympics or not. Had to, had to consult his dad, Stefan, about going to the Olympics. And he said it was a scheduling issue uh, since the Olympics is wedged in between uh, the Open and a World Golf Championship, uh, the FedEx St. Jude's Classic at TPC Southwind. 
next week. But, uh, you know, he thought that would be some good perspective, which obviously it was. Uh, uh, Xander's dad was – he was – he was supposed to be in a decathlon Olympian if, if it had not been for an eye injury. So, uh, you know, I think that gave Xander some good perspective. I find it, I find it hard to believe that a 27 year old would, would, you know, still kind of fail to understand what it means to go represent your country at the Olympics, especially when you're coming from such a competitive country like the United States. But, um, you know, I, I do understand how, you know, in between, you know, the, the playoffs and the open, there's a lot of money being thrown around. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I mean, but I think to answer, you know, to, 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 to finalize my, my perspective on Xander this week, you know, I, I think Xander to, to place at plus 300 to medal, um, is a great ticket. Otherwise, I didn't see uh, much value in any options for him. What about JT, Led? Yeah, so um, JT, uh, he is – Justin Thomas is 10-1 to 1 this week um, playing for Team America. I saw a tweet yesterday he was looking at um, – he tweeted something about, you know, being – the 20-pound dumbbells in the Olympic Village are, are available for, for Justin Thomas. So kind of playing that little card that golfers aren't athletes yet. He is also one of the guys who is going to, who trains in leg sleep. So uh, he definitely kind of needs to pick a side in terms of you either see yourself as an athlete and you can wear the leg sleeves and do all the workout videos, or, you know, you're just a non-athlete that, uh, you know, you just got to pick a side. So I'm sure he's excited to throw the Ralph Lauren on um, again after the uh, unfortunate F word heard around the world early in Hawaii. Uh, I wonder if he goes hot mic this week. It'll be interesting. Um, probably uh, looking for him to have a hopefully have a good attitude. Uh, the players champion the players champion is six T to green and eighth in scoring average on the year. Uh, but one of the things is the putter has been cooling off on Sundays. He's top seventy in putting the first three rounds and then just falls off to uh, outside the top one thirty putting on Sundays. I thought you know maybe one thing to look at is the tournament ends on a Saturday, so. Uh, you know, maybe he can, uh, maybe he can keep those putting stats going on Saturdays and he won't have to worry about Sunday. But in terms of what I think of JT at 10 to one, I do like him a lot this week. You know, besides Colin Morikawa, he's the best uh, iron player on tour. And that's what, uh, let's call it KCC is going to demand. Right. Well, how about you for Hideki? Yeah. So um, Hideki Matsuyama at 12 to one, I'd say the amount of confidence that Hideki probably has on this golf course is comparable to the way Tiger feels when he's walking to Augusta with his hat backwards. Uh, Hideki mm-hmm. won the 2010 Asian Pacific amateur at KCC uh, by five shots when he was 18. And before that uh, he won the Japanese junior on this golf course as well. Now both victories came before the Fazio redesign uh, but from what I've read, they just raised the greens and lengthened it about 500 yards. We can't even get a official yardage on this place yet. But so I don't see that making a real difference. I mean, winning soil is winning soil. It's just too bad there's no fans here at the Olympics because I think it'd create a pretty badass atmosphere uh, for Hideki in Japan uh, with him being the Masters champion. Um, just have to be a little careful here because he hasn't really played well at all since the Masters, including... Um, a couple horrendous events around the greens at the PGA and, and Memorial. Uh, you know, I, I think if you believe that Hideki's history here, despite it being over 10 years ago with a different course design is going to benefit him, uh, you know, you know, go play, go ahead and place a bet on him. I, I like him getting, I like him, 
a top 20 ticket on him, a top 10 ticket on him getting plus money at, at plus a hundred. But, um, you know, I, Led, what do you think? You know, it's been 10 years, 10 year anniversary with the coming back to KCC. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I don't know. In terms of Hideki at 12 to one, he's obviously coming in as one of the favorites, you know, if it was in a different country, you know, would he, would it, would he be one of the favorites seeing the fact that he hasn't had a top 20 since winning the masters, you know, so really no form to show up. And in terms of having a lot of pressure this week to perform and kind of put on a good show for the country, it wouldn't be, wouldn't look great if he came in T45, you know? Um, so I guess I don't really think he's shown enough spurts. I know he is a master champion, but I just don't really think he's shown enough in the last couple of months uh, in his golf game to, uh, you know, to warrant uh at least a winning pick, you know, maybe, maybe looking at him, maybe top 10, something like that, maybe to medal, but I don't, I, I don't really see him winning the whole thing. So moving into our next guy, uh, Rory McIlroy at 12 to one, uh, decided to play for Ireland versus the UK. That was something that was, uh, you know, I know he's un- unpatriotic, unpatriotic supposedly, but you got to pick a country and he did. Uh, <laughs> he has top fifties in his last five starts, including a win at Wells Fargo which is like we mentioned, um, which is at Quail Hollow, which is has drawn comparisons to, uh, what are we calling this? Casamigos. What is it? Uh, KCC we're just going with. Okay. Um, so I do like Rory this week, though. He's 11 to degree on the season and has 11 top 25s. The one thing he struggled with is just putting it together on the weekend. But, you know, I see kind of Rory – approaching this event with kind of an effort mentality after, you know, adding to the eight year major drought, uh, last couple months at the, uh, at the British open. I just um, pulled my, my pull at Jay Rose and just, and just consider this a major and paste it all over your Instagram bio yeah, after a gold. It's only considered a major after you win, right? If you play terrible, it's like, Oh man, like it's, you know, what a waste it, of time. Yeah. Golf shouldn't even be in the Olympics. Right. <laughs> but in terms of, um, you know, he said he had a quote he was talking about. Uh, I'm not that patriotic, but it's also after I think it was like post round interview after he played bad in the British Open. And, you know, sometimes you say stuff that you don't really mean. And I know at Especially least Rory. Cups, he seems to get pretty patri- patriotic during the Ryder Cup. So I think he'll be fine this week, uh, digging deep and uh, finding something to play for. Well, how about for your next guy? Yeah, so I'm going to be going right up against your guy. Uh well, next up is Victor Hovland at 12 to 1. You're not going to get any value out of a top 10 or top 20 bet with Victor this week, but I'm 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 picking him right to go up right against uh, Rory in our head to head and and uh you know Victor representing Norway this week is no stranger to team golf and um Hov has been way more uh than a reliable option to finish in the top 20 uh this year, but we have to remember our only two options or well our only two good options for Victor well, three now, either an outright pick uh, or to fit or to pick to medal um, in the top three this week. Uh, but if you're going to bet on Hov when he's putting on a certain service or surface, um, it's probably going to be Bermuda like KCC. But uh, like I said, going right up against Roy this week in our head to head. So looking forward to that, uh, Led. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of these guys in that kind of. 12 to 1, 10 to 1, 15, you know, 16 to 1, 21 range. And, um, you know, that's just something to look at. If I'm going to be betting someone at that number, I want them to be an absolute stud, you know? So that's why 
I'm kind of leaning Rory because he kind of has the, uh, you know, the resume to kind of back up something like that versus, you know, these Victor Hoblins and, you know, borderline rookies on tour type guys, you know, I'm kind of fading away from this week, but, you know, looking at another guy, he's more of a veteran kind of like Rory at Paul Casey at 16 to one. He's coming off top 15s in his last three majors. And it seems like Paul normally just kind of shows up in these big events with those kind of final round 65 backdoor top tens. He's done a lot of times in majors somehow only one PGA tour win. I know that, People were kind of mentioning that um, last week, kind of referring to another a, a guy who's similar to a, a Lulu season, but another guy who shows up in the big events, right? So he's second in approach to green this year and has been on has been one of the best ball strikers really in the last deck in the last decade. So uh, Paul Caser looking to you know bring it home for England, even though it's uh, well, I guess they he, they really would be bringing it home, right? Trying to go back. Yeah, to back I, didn't, I didn't know that's possible with Poulter not playing, but it would be nice to see Casey do it. Yeah, so, uh, you know, after Justin Rose doing it in 2016, Paul Casey looking to bring it home for England. Um, but in terms of what I think of Paul Casey this week, I'm if I'm going to take Paul Casey at 16-1, to I'd rather just take a stud like Rory at 12-1. to So I'm, uh, I'm definitely fading Paul Casey this week. You know, he's definitely one of the guys who's been, like I talked about, really consistent ball striker, more than capable of a top five, top ten, even medal potential. But in terms of winning, you know, I just see Rory having a gold medal around his neck more often uh, than a Paul Casey. Well, how about you for your next one? Yeah, so uh, Patrick Reed is 16 to 1. What a pure little entrance into the Olympics for Patrick Reed. Uh, So, yeah, as we said in the introduction, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, arguably the only guy that's hated more in golf right now than Patrick Reed tested positive for the COVIDs, uh, and that opened up a spot for Reed. I feel like uh, the overall social media reaction wasn't too bad uh, because, um, you know, that that potential of a big, uh, illustrious American finish is a lot higher uh, with yeah. Reed playing. And, and uh, he's probably, you know, actually what four o'clock central here. He's probably on the on the jet to Japan right now as we speak because he needed a, a negative test Saturday. He needed a negative test on Sunday and yesterday in order just to get on a plane from Houston to San Francisco. Uh, and then he would land in Japan uh, Wednesday afternoon. Uh, but Patrick said, and I quote, there will be no time for a practice round, but I don't fear playing any course blind. Uh, then went on to say these days with how good the yardage books are um, and with how uh, we kind of have to figure things out on the fly. I expect to go in there and play well and be able to manage this golf course and his shots. Uh, that being said, I'm still going to pass on Captain America uh, this week. That's not to say he doesn't finish well, but I, I kind of I feel like we're getting ripped off with some of his odds. I mean, only plus 125 led uh, for Patrick Reed to finish top 10 after a 13-hour flight and no practice round. I mean, give me a break, Vegas. Yeah, so, you know, my uh, I like Patrick Reed a lot this week, actually. So, you know, we're going to have a little disagreement there. Um there's just a couple guys that kind of get up for these, you know, whether you want to call it international events or when they're playing for their home country, you know, Ian Poulter obviously would be one of those. And another guy would be, uh, would be Patrick Reed. Um, in terms of, I think he's on the right track talking about, you know, they have full-time tour caddies that make, you know, millions of dollars, you know, they're paid for a reason, right. They, they do um, serve a huge purpose and, 
at the end of the day, you're just hitting to spots and hitting, you know, you're aiming at trees and, you know, hitting numbers, you know what I'm saying? So, and yeah, but in terms Kevin, of yeah, Justine's huh? brother isn't on the bag this week either. It's, it's this new, it's this new swing coach who I'm not a huge fan of. Is it Kevin? Uh, oh, anyways, not Justine's brother, not the normal caddy out there this week led. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, in terms of Patrick's game, right. He's not exactly a guy who's going to hit 17 greens and have a stress-free round anyway. You know, he, he follows a little bit more of that speed storyline in terms of uh, getting up and down from the other fairway for par and kind of, you know, sometimes, you know, you're playing in the Olympics, you're playing for your home country. It's a huge event and you got to fly a 13 hour flight and then get on a bus. And then, you know, so not everything going purpose perfect in a mental, in a, you know, in a golf tournament sometimes can be a great distraction to all you have to do is really focus on, you know, focus on your game. And um, I don't know, I think it's a, a distraction he's going to be able to overcome this week. So I actually have him sprinkled pretty much everywhere in a lot of my bets, but we'll get yeah. into that when we get into our picks. Let <laughs> and I totally agree. Like as far as like that sick golfer, unprepared golfer, like Patrick oh. Green's totally that guy to soak yeah. in. You know uh, what they say, beware of the sick golfer, right? Yeah, beware that's it. That's it. That's but it. hopefully he's not sick. Hopefully he's not <laughs> yeah. sick, right? No, no, he needs every bit of it. A uh, little, yeah. coke, little, little Coca-Cola before the round, like he likes mm-hmm. it. Um, so nothing for me on Reed, but, you know, going to soak up every minute of this storyline if he happens to be contending. Love it. Okay, and then for our last guy, or no, we got a couple more here. Uh, Abraham Answer at 20 to 1, Viva La Mexico. He has top 25s in 11 of his last 13 starts, including three top fives. Um, He's really the only guy I can find that's top 50 in every category, uh, despite one chipping, which we don't care about, even though, uh, you know, even though he's known as the the spinner YouTube montage guy, uh, you know, very, you know, according to the stats, at least struggles with his chipping, but kind of one of those things. If you're going to be contending in a golf tournament, you're only going to be missing probably, you know, 8, 10, 12 greens anyway for the whole week. So as long as he's uh, hitting ball first, he should be okay. But more more importantly, he's 31st feet of green and 43rd in putting. So those two stats are going to be, you know, really nice this week. And um, I don't know. It just seems like, the you know, one of the things I've kind of been looking at and we kind of talked about is, you know, the pride in playing for your country. It seems like a lot of the guys on tour, right. is like, if they're come from, they're from countries that haven't had like a ton of success, you know, it's almost like every week it's like the John Deere classic and he's, you know, got the Mexico bag and playing for his country or playing for, um, for something, you know, bigger than himself. So I think he's going to be, you know, in a pretty natural environment in terms of the fact that it's not all of a sudden, Oh my God. Uh, you know, I'm putting on the, the Mexico flag. And, you know, this is a big deal for me. I think he suits up every week. Like he does that. So because of his recent form, I wouldn't be shocked at all. If he medaled this week, uh, you know, like I already said, top 25s in 11 of his last 13 starts really, you know, one of the most consistent guys coming into this event. So, you know, Abraham answered 20 to one, you know, might be a little stretch winning, but in terms of, you know, finishing on the podium, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. It's funny. Um, <clears throat> I saw a, post a video actually his his caddy dale posts a video uh who does hilarious hot dog and cigarette reviews on instagram but no you're totally right about like his his chipping and pitching are are extremely sexy but he's always going after that nippy shot like he posted he posted a video he's got 20 yards of green to work with like you Mm -hmm. know the basic bump and run and he's just yeah 
nipping him all the way to the pin. So, um, but moving on here to Camp Smith at 20 to one, um, since his stretch of great golf between February and April, where he finished top 20 at the players and masters, it's kind of been a bumpy stretch for Cam. He's, he's lost more than a stroke, um, on his approach shots in three of his last five events, um, which is typically his bread and butter in a short game really hasn't been the band-aid that it's needed to be. Um, I think someone with uh, the driving ac- accuracy that, that Smith has can perform well at KCC. Um, but unfortunately, I mean, that's been an issue for Smith too. Hasn't really driven the ball that well since the RBC in April, where um, as we know, I mean, that course is like an iron off every other hole. So doesn't really, doesn't really count. Yeah, I remember watching Cam Smith at the British Open, and, I mean, that guy could not find a fairway, but meanwhile, he's, like, contending through a couple of rounds. It ended up kind of, you know, it's one of those things, like, eventually your short game's going to fall off. You can't make every yeah. kind of 10, 12 footer for par, but he was spraying it all over the lot at uh, at least at uh, Royal St. George's. And he, he did the same thing at the players and somehow managed to come, like, 35th. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, eventually, like Led said, that runs out. I will tell you one thing that Cam – is, that's working in Cam's favor this week. If you go to Golf Australia's Twitter at Golf AUST, you'll find Cam has got his mullet absolutely dialed this week. Mm. Uh, he's got AUS shaven in the side of his head, and he grew out the little blonde mustache. I love to see it. Listen, I have nothing on Cam Smith this week, but uh, uh, w- with that type of product flowing through the hair, I got to be rooting for you. Okay, so yeah, that that'll uh, that wraps up our favorites uh, for the Olympics. I'll start us off with uh, with my picks to place uh, this week. Led my first one's I'm going to go Sung J M, uh, top ten at plus two hundred. You have to love the back against the wall situation that Sung J faces this week. If he does not medal, like we've said at the Olympics, he's going to the military for two years. Uh, and so, you know, if you're feeling ballsy enough, you can take Sungjae to medal at plus 800, but being able to still get him at plus money to finish top 10 seems more like a win-win to me. Uh, that way, if he does have some disaster scenario choke finish, uh, we're still winning money. Uh, as far as how Sungjae is preparing and playing, he's been gearing up, planning for this, his, planning this event around his entire uh, schedule for the year. He skipped the open championship to prepare for this event. Um, and you know, if you can't see that it means a lot to him with what could happen with the military situation, you know, skipping the open should show you as well. Um, and it was a great decision for him and for my, it's going to be a great decision for my pockets because he needed the rest, uh, coming into the Olympics since he's already played 30 events this year. Um, and when I, when I dial back to the course that Jazz compared um, K, KCC with, TPC Southwind, um, he hit the ball absolutely – Sungjae hit the ball absolutely horrible at Southwind last year, almost losing seven shots to the field, tee to green, and still managed to fish, finish 35th. Um, and how did he do that? He picked up eight shots on the green. So Sungjae putts absolutely beautifully on Bermuda. It's his best surface putting on by almost a full shot. He's like the Rafa Nadal on clay is my comparison uh, on Bermuda greens. Um, He's finished in the top 25, 12 at his last 30 starts on tour this year, and he's made 24 cuts. So this is not going to be a guy we're going to be worried about getting into contention. Um, and, And that's a lot thanks to his extremely good ball striking. 
Um, so booked book Sungjae top 10 uh, plus plus 200. Uh, really like that. My next one is Jonathan Vegas uh, top 20 at plus 100. He is a former Olympian uh, finished 50th in Rio. Not that that matters for any plays this week who, who finished what at Rio uh, and definitely considered a sleeper to win a medal this week. But Jonathan Vegas is certainly trending in the right direction based off, um, you know, three top 11 finishes in his last four events. Second at Palmetto, uh, 57th at the U S open 11th at the John Deere and the second last week at the three M. So over his last five events, he's picking up an average of three shots um, off the tee um, and three with his approach. So ball striking beautifully. Yes. His putting numbers before two weeks ago uh, were not great. In fact, he went on a seven tournament stretch before the John Deere uh, where he lost at least a shot to the field um, on the greens in five of those seven events. But like we say all the time with any of these professionals, especially, especially a veteran like Vegas, he can get hot um, on the greens any given week. So my second one's going to be Johnny Vegas, top 20 at plus 100. My last pick to play sled, uh, Joe Keem Neiman, plus 615 to medal. Um, now the 22-year-old Chilean uh, has played outstanding this year, but is really yet to make a big push at a victory. He has five top 10 finishes on the year and hasn't missed a cut in 23 total events. So another guy that we're really not worried about uh, getting into contention this week. He's played plenty of international golf championships, um, has represented Chile in the Eisenhower Trophy when he was an amateur in 16, and again in the President's Cup at 19. Um, and in his last 20 starts, was, which is the majority of the 2020-2021 season, he's picking up uh, two and a half shots on the field off the tee and almost two full shots in the approach and putting category. So I think Joe Ke- Joko is another fiery kid uh, with nothing to lose here at his first Olympic appearance. So, uh, so book him to medal at plus six feet, plus six fifteen uh, to medal at the Olympics this week. Top three. But what about your, uh, your, your picks to place? This yeah, week? One thing I kind of want to go over when we're looking at all the guys competing this week is I'd say us is probably has one of the most underdeveloped junior golf programs in terms of at least from a team aspect, right? We have the AJGA, we have all these little junior tours, but it's, you know, really individualistic and, you know, you're traveling by yourself, you're going to Georgia, you're going to Texas, going to California for all these different events. But, you know, whether whether it's, you know, Peru, Brazil, you know, England, they have the under 14, under 16, under 18, all these different team events that they've been traveling for a long time. So, you know, them throwing on their flag, is uh is not an uncommon thing versus you know for a couple of these americans it'll probably be you know unless they play in the Ryder cup or president's cup uh the first time they really would be representing their country so you know that's something to look at in terms of you know my first pick i'm even talking about is uh is mito Pereira top 10 out of chile uh he's plus 450 we're calling it the mito movement this week uh so after winning three corn ferry events and getting the ondo member Getting the auto membership onto the PJ Tour, uh, Mito has been on a tear as of late. In his last three events, he has a T34 at the John Deere, a tied fifth at Barbasol, and last week a tied sixth at the 3M Open. Um, relative to the field, he's above average in every category strokes gained this week. Uh, he's 10th in the field off the tee and 21st overall from tee to green. You know, one knock might be his experience, but, you know, there's only three or four guys on – 
uh, playing this event that have played a competitive event on this golf course. So, you know, I'm not really looking too much into that. And kind of like we talked about, he's playing great. Uh, his stats back it up from a ball striking uh, perspective. So I don't think his uh, experience is really going to be something that matters. So Mito, Mito Pereira, top 10 plus 450. And then for my other pick to place, I have P. Reed to medal plus 500. So like we kind of talked about, there's some guys that just raise their games when they get the chance to represent their country. Uh, you know, after Patrick got the, the go ahead uh, after Bryson uh, tested out, um, you know, I think he would have swam to Tokyo if he needed to, it seemed like. Uh, it, and he's just one of those guys where, you know, the, the clip that kind of keeps playing over my mind is when uh, Rory dropped like a 40-footer in the Ryder Cup and then uh, Patrick dropped like a 30-footer on top of him and they're just both like screaming. I think that was in like Minnesota or something. I don't even remember where it was at, but it was just like, holy cow, these guys actually care. You know what I mean? So uh, it's easy to root for guys that care, you know, in, in this day and age, when you look at a sport like NBA or whatever, and they're asking for uh, trades every, you know, left and right, you know, versus, uh, you know, these guys care. So just looking at Captain America's uh, Ryder Cup history, he's played 12 Ryder Cup matches, only has three losses. And, you know, one thing to look at are, are him uh, is him statistically this year. So he's 32nd tee to green, which is the best he's uh, best since he's been on tour. And like we always know, he makes every putt he looks at. So he's eighth in putting on the year. Um, you know, surprisingly, I thought he, he'd won more just looking at stats. Uh, you know, he, he did win at, win at the Farmers uh, earlier this year at Torrey. But, uh, you know, just looking at his statistics, uh, he has 13 top 25s and six top 10s in the 21 events he's played this year. So one of the most consistent guys on tour. Uh Saying he's due for another win, I just think is is an understatement. So I really do expect Patrick to contend this week, uh, and uh, you know wear the flag with honor. So, Will, how about uh, how about you for your head to head? Yes. Yeah, so uh, moving right along here, my first head to head is uh, is going to be Mark Leishman over Cam Smith at plus one forty. So I'm going with the Aussie match matchup. Um, I'm taking Leishman over Smith by the numbers. This looks like kind of a questionable, questionable play considering uh, Cam Smith has been much more consistent uh, than Leishman this year. But I was reading this story about how Leish had to withdraw uh, from the 2016 uh, Rio Olympics due to fear of the Zika um, and not being able to take the risk of bringing that home to his wife, who at the time had a compromised immune system and they wanted to bring more kids into the world. But Leish talked about how they finally had their third child and he was able to accept, he was honored to accept this um, Olympic invitation, much like P Reed after dreaming um, about winning, winning, you know, this kind of medal his entire life. And I mean, he actually said like before, you know, what, Eight years ago, he never even dreamed of golfing in the Olympics. So it does mean the entire world to him. And this is the type of story I hunt for when it comes to betting the Olympics. And, and just to kind of wrap up the discussion on this pick, Leishman over Cam isn't 100% a motivational pick. In the last couple of months, um, he's been a bit inconsistent, uh, but had a top five finish at the Masters and Travelers, both big events with loaded fields. Um, especially at Augusta. Um, he's an incredible ball striker. And although he's had some struggles with his putting, 
Um, in late 2020, Bermuda greens are the only surface where he picks up any strokes on the field. So um, I have Leishman over Cam Smith, and I'll have one more head-to-head for you uh, coming up in my best bet. But, Led, what about yours? Yeah, and just, like, taking a little pause here to talk about, um, you know, Leishman said he'd never dreamed of the uh, golf being the Olympics. With some of the sports I've watched this week that I didn't know were sports being Olympics, I mean, golf is, I'd say, more than deserving to be in some of these. I mean, I saw – I mean, when is spike ball going in, honestly? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And, and, you know, Leash is 37. So this is probably like with, with, with some of the, the younger talent coming up, probably his only, uh, maybe the only chance he's going to get to, to represent, but I know, and everything that I read is, is, you know, this could be it for golf at the Olympics. And I mean, at least dial back to amateurs, don't completely take it out, but yeah, um, I think while we have it, while we have it, let's enjoy it. Right. So, uh, so for my head to head, you know, Will and I are going to start uh, bringing a couple more head-to-heads in play just because they're, you know, I think they're one of the most uh, valuable, uh, you know, ways to bet in golf just because of the fact you don't have to beat a whole field. You know, you just got to beat one guy. Whether it's a miscut or a withdrawal, you can put your feet up on Friday and, and uh, you know, have that, have that money going straight to the bank account. So, for me, um, I'm doing uh, top Swede. So, I have Henrik Norlander over Alex Norn plus 140. Uh, this can be a little bit of an upset. Um, fun fact, Henrik Norlander was P Re- was on P Reed's national championship team at Augusta state. So I thought that was kind of a cool nugget in there. So, you know, he, he knows uh, good team competition when he sees it. So uh, yeah. Beating Georgia that year. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Fiery was P Reed about that one. Oh yeah. So uh, when I was first kind of looking at Henrik, I saw he had missed 13 cuts this year, but Henrik has made the cut in his last six starts highlighted by a tied fifth at the Barbasol and a 28th in the John Deere. So definitely showing a little form as, as of late. Um, and then heading in the other direction would be his, uh, counter his fellow countryman, Alex Norin, who has missed cuts in his last two starts. So let's go Henrik Norlander over Alex Norin plus plus one forty upset alert. Let's do it. And moving here into our dark horse for the Olympics. Um, if you have a few extra bucks laying around, I like Siwoo Kim to avoid military service at 40 to one. Um, like Sung Jay, <laughs> like Sung Jay. So that'd be top three, correct? Top three. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. This is to win. This okay. is Sung Jay. This okay. I'm sorry. This is Siwoo Kim to win at 40 to one. I should have made that okay. clear off the bat, but yeah, like Sungjae, if Siwoo doesn't medal, um, he will serve in the military for the next two years. And it's been a solid year for 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 Siwoo. Not as solid as Sungjae, but Siwoo has eight top twenty-five finishes and four top tens. Um, he's been on the struggle bus with the putter, but took about a month off to prepare um, after the Rocket Mortgage. So um, hopefully, just gets hot with the putter. I mean, isn't that a little embarrassing, honestly, for a country? Uh, it's like 2021. I feel like this rule they made in like, you know, 1776 or something. And they're like, okay, we're still going to be doing, uh, you know, war. It's like Patrick Mahomes. If you don't, if you're not a one seed, you got to go serve in the military. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's like, and, what are we doing here? And especially from like a, a marketing perspective and like, yeah. obviously like selling the talent from your country. 
I just feel like it'd be, it'd be way more beneficial to let these guys, you know, grow in their careers. I mean, really, especially someone like Sungjae, who I feel like so the rule, the rules are medals and uh, majors, right? Is it medals and majors? So I, I can't verify that it's majors. It, okay. So I, we know it's medals. I think it, I think it's medals. I think okay. you, I, I think it's a country thing. You know, you gotta imagine, go. Imagine winning FedEx cup that it's like, sorry, you gotta put the clubs away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, Sang Moon Bay was at the was at the finals uh, yeah. uh, the year before he he had to go, and I don't remember him having like any other option like this. So I the think thing it that's is ridiculous. Is that golf has been in the Olympics for eight years, so at least in the last eight years, someone made a decision to make this a thing. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just making making their own their own rules. I'm sure KJ Choi is like I'd have totally meddled if Olympics yeah. was a thing back in my day, yeah. but. Um, I know it's, it's, um, it's almost like a, it's a, it's like a Rocky seven. Uh, oh my God. With Siwoo and Sungjae this week. There will definitely be some sort of 30 for 30 if uh, they end up, you know, contending. Or it, at least, uh, there's no you know, doubt. What if oh they end God. up in a playoff against each oh other? My, oh my God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, they might as well just give them paintball guns to see who's, who's worse at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So. All right, so then for my dark horse, I have Joe Co, Joaquin Neiman at 22 to 1. You know, kind of what we talked about, only 60 guys in the field, so not very long odd, odds for like a normal dark horse, but, um, you know, he's somewhere in kind of in the middle there. He's made 22, 23 cuts this year, highlighted by three second place finishes. He's 12th off the tee and 23rd in putting. So, you know, he's almost like one of those guys where he's so talented. I wouldn't be shocked if he was putting a gold medal on his neck at the end of the week. And we're just like, okay, Joko is officially like, you know, bursting onto the scene, but um, you know, at 22 to one, I do like him. And like we already talked about, he's, he hasn't really come through this year. He has three second place finishes, but you know, no, no better place to do it than the Olympics and do it on the podium. So I think he certainly has the talent to do it at 22 to one. Yeah. And I, I, I think the gamble is, you know, that we don't have like a huge event to kind of dial back on with him. But I think if you can, if you, you know, bringing up like his former international play and, and, you know, talking about how international players get a few more chances at team golf at mm-hmm. a younger age, I think we can definitely cue back on those with Joko. Um, yeah. So uh, love yeah. that pick this week, moving into our picks to win um at the olympics i've kind of already kind of gone over xander uh but xander at plus uh plus 900 to win uh the olympics this week it will be my ticket he has six top three finishes uh this year and based off uh, another player's course comparisons i'm going to keep going back to a tpc south win it's a style it's a style of course that you know we can assume that xander feels comfortable on he came sixth at the St. Jude's classic last year, which was at TPC Southwind. So uh, noticeably not a good putter on Bermuda, but you know, look, we saw Cameron champ last week at the 3M open the worst putter on tour. Any of them can get hot on any week. So uh, my pick to win this week is Xander at plus 900. Nice. So then for, um, for my picks to win, um, I have Rory McIlroy at 14 to one. You know, kind of what we talked about, there were some quotes that Rory said, he, you know, I'm not often that patriotic and, you know, people say things after, you know, a bad round of golf and just off the cuff and then people read into it like it's a big deal. Uh, 
we know another guy that might have had a tough post round interview at the British Open, uh, <laughs> Bryson. Uh, but uh, you know, you kind of just move on to it, move on from it, and kind of go from there. So, kind of what we talked about, Rory. He's eleventh tee to green on the season and has eleven top twenty fives. And it, uh, like I mentioned earlier, that that uh, that clip of Rory and P. Reed just screaming at each other at the Ryder Cup, and uh, you know, just going mano y mano, just kind of keeps playing over my mind. And I just see Rory as one of those guys who, uh, you know, another year we kind of talked about not being able to, you know, to um, add to his uh, major uh, major total. But uh, hopefully he's looking at this week like it's a, like it's a fifth major. And I, I love him this week at 14, at 14 to one, especially just compared to the other guys that are in that same ballpark, like a like a Paul Casey or a Hovland. Like Rory is a stud. So I have no problem backing him. And then for my other guy, we have Sung J M. Uh, 28 to one who is really more motivated than the, the South Korean duo this week of Sungjae and Siwoo um, kind of like Will talked about if they medal this year, uh, they get to skip out of two years of mandatory military service. So uh, is there a war coming up that we don't know about? Uh, you know, it seems like, you know, I don't really understand, uh, you know, I guess all these different countries based on tradition don't want to start anything, but uh, you know, one of the sad thing about, one of the sad things about this military service is we just haven't really seen guys come back from it. You know, this isn't like uh, NFL or something where you're just a freak athlete and okay, we'll just hand you the ball when you get back in two years after you've been working out and doing, you know, military drills, golf is such like a mental sport, you know, well, as you know, you don't, you don't touch a club for three days in the club. And if it's, it's tough to get your yeah, back, let alone I know. Two, you know, let alone two years and competitively. Yeah, and we have a direct example. I like I I cover Monday qualifiers for the PGA Tour every week, and and Sangmoon Bay is grinding on those every week. He has no status anywhere, so yeah. he went he went from previous it, tour winner. Yeah, tour top. Winner, right? no, he was top fifteen at Eastlake the year before that. That he had to go to the military, and, and now he has no status anywhere. No Corn Ferry, no PGA Tour, no Form Tour, no China yeah. Tour, no nothing. Yeah. Um, and, so, and, and you know, piggybacking off of that, another guy soon you'll know. I think he had a couple European tour wins. He had the same thing. Took two years off and hasn't been able to uh, to get his game back. But uh, you know, someone like a Sung Jay, you know how he's known for his uh, extremely slow backswing. Hopefully, he can load a rifle faster than that if he doesn't, yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't medal this week. But uh, you know, both of the uh, the South Korean duo they skipped out on the British Open to prepare for this week. Um, and, you know, statistically backing, uh, Sungjae 16th off the tee and 38th in putting. So playing, uh, like we talked about KCC is a course pretty similar to Augusta where, uh, Sungjae finished tied second last November. So I do like Sungjae at 28 to one and just a great guy to root for hoping he can, uh, you know, keep playing golf, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, uh, moving into, um, our drafting lineups for the Olympics this week. We'll run through these before we get to um, our best bet. But uh, now four and two, I'm two behind lead um, on a bit of a run here. Uh, so here we go. Olympics drafting lineup for, for me. We go Victor Hovland. We go Xander Shoffley. We go Mackenzie Hughes, one of Led's guys the last couple weeks. Been rolling. Um, we go Jazz uh, Jenna Wan, do you have a pronunciation for this last name, Led? 
Jatanawananan. Jatanawananan, Jazz Jatanawan, Anabon Lahiri, and then Sebastian Munoz, who, um, who, who has been playing uh, great as of the last month. So um, that's my squad going up against Led this week. Yeah, and then for me, I have Rory, um, Patrick Reed, Mackenzie Hughes, Johnny Vegas, Mito Pereira, and uh, uh, the West Florida Tour member, Jazz Jatanawananan. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we have a couple guys that, that this could, this could end up, um, I think slightly on the disastrous end, but, uh, but that's how it kind of is every week with our, uh, with our drafting showdown. Um, and when I say that in particular, honor bond and, and, uh, and, and Sebastian kind of scared me a little bit, but you got to, it's, it's, got, it's yeah, one got, of those things this week where there's only 60 guys in the field. So, you know, just the way the DraftKings stuff valued out, you're only going to really be able to get, you know, one, maybe two yeah. studs. So you're going to have to take a couple long shots, a couple guys who, you know, I was looking at the field. Some of these guys, I don't even know if they have status on a major tour. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I was did. really crunching it when it came to my last two guys. I'm like, well. Yeah. And it's tough, though, too, because, like, you know, it's interesting how the Olympic uh, committee decided, you know, you can only have max four guys from each country. So you have like someone like a Jordan speed sitting on the couch with his feet up. Meanwhile, you got some guy who was uh, playing mini tours. <laughs> playing Olympic, yeah. right? it's, I wouldn't say it's that bad, but um, you know, obviously extremely competitive if you're trying to play for one of these major countries, you know, even, you know, you look at a guy like uh, Justin Rose, right. He, he won it last time they played the event and uh, another guy who will be uh, uh, sitting on the couch, but yeah. um yeah, just kind of moving into our best bets. Man. Yeah, so my best bet for the Olympics is Victor Hovland at minus 115 over James's guy, Rory, is my best bet. Uh, there's two or three things I like about Victor over Rory this week. Rory, Rory is not that exciting. Uh, he's not that excited to be at the Olympics right now. He said that this isn't for his country, but that it's just the right thing to do. Now, while most Olympians do not profit to their trip to the Olympics. Uh, the only photo shoots that I've seen Rory do is for Omega, his watch sponsor. Okay. Which also happens to be the official watch brand of the Olympics. So this is a full blown corporate trip for Rory. Okay. And as far as deep diving, and I hate to just go deep dive into what Rory has been doing in this bet, but uh, I think, you know, and, and the numbers would agree. He's just been streaky in the aspect of his game now, like putting, which has been streaky over the last seven years. Um, but I just, you know, he can lose up to four shots on the field in any given event. Um, and Hovland just doesn't have a blemish in his game right now. He's 23 years old. Uh, we know how these young athletes get that extra drive to go represent their country in their first round at the Olympics. Um, and another little piece of inside information, Victor Hovland actually has beef with his Norwegian teammate, Christian Johansson. And, and when they were traveling together, when Victor was young at his first national event, when he was a kid, Christian actually kicked him out of the room because he wanted to be with his girlfriend and Victor had just shot in back-to-back 82s. And when Victor complained, Christian goes, well, you just shot 82, 82. So why would you sleep in here? Um, and you know, what does this have to do with Victor and Rory? Well, I mean, 
you know, this is eight to 10 years later and, and Victor's ranked 11th in the world. Christian's ranked, you know, he's not even ranked. Uh, he's one of these <laughs> West Florida tour type guys that's in the Olympics. So I think this adds a little more fury to Victor's step this week. He beats Rory in the process of contending for a medal this week. So Victor Hovland minus 115 over Rory uh, is my best bet. What about you, Led? Yeah, I, as, a, as a Rory backer, I just see a, as a cancer in the locker room and something uh, something that Olympic coach is going to have to hammer out, whoever the hell that is for that country. But um, all right, so my best bet, I have Captain America, Patrick Reed, top 10 plus 125 for the reasons I already mentioned. Uh, eighth in putting, the short game is a cheat code. Uh, on an unfamiliar golf course, it's nice to have in your back pocket. You can literally get up and down out of a garbage can. You know, he's just unbelievable how good a short game is. I know he's... You know, he's not exactly going over on a cargo plane, you know, uh, like a paratrooper or anything. He's, you know, he's flying private. He's going to get a shut eye, probably roll a couple up there uh, in, the, in, the, in the mile high club. The, the so, perfect uh, putter mat in, in the plane. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. And if it's going right center, you just ask, ask that uh, captain take a little turn off to, to the right. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Besides one miscut at the open, he has five top 35s in his last six starts. So he's playing well enough to warrant um, a top 10. But, man, I just have a hard time. I just, you know, if I played over my mind 100 times, I see Patrick Reed on the podium versus, you know, not contending. So that's why I have no problem with uh, Patrick Reed top 10 plus 125. That speech, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And, and, and best of luck to everyone this week. Uh, destroying their bookmaker but that speech from Patrick Reed on the podium on Sunday uh, would be would be something to look forward to I can just see him saying you know something like well America crowned me as Captain America so I don't know why anyone would be surprised about well, this <laughs> I just I hope he has got like a shirt that he tears off and he's yeah got, you know but he's, got the, he's got the Olympic rings just on his chest yeah Calling, calling the American Federation and being like, we, we have it's mandatory that we're red shirt and black pants on Sunday. Yeah, mandatory. Saturday. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, hey, listen, James, I enjoyed it. Uh, nice to nice to talk about a, an international event here. Um, yeah. and, and best of luck with everyone with their picks this week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a really fun week. It'll be nice to mix in golf with all the you know all the different sports. We'll give a little shout out to the, uh, you know, the women's Olympics as well. Uh, we got Nelly as the favorite there and she'll probably lock that in because she's playing some of the best golf in the world right now. But uh, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to, uh, you know, the Olympics and obviously this golf tournament. Absolutely. All right, lad. We'll see you next week. Best of luck to everybody. Hey.